1: The one really this is Shady Breck, a.k.a. Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening, to, you are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But bro- Glorious. Hey,
0: yeah. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin, and I'm delighted to be joined on live by Shady Natris. How are you doing this evening?
1: I'm good, thanks, you?
0: Very well, thank you. Yeah, So... so uh, as I said before, before we started, I'm full of hate. People today, so ever sniff, ignore me. Um yeah, I'll try and cut as many as I can for the listeners, but I do always miss a couple. <laughs> so, <laughs> so huge thanks for joining us, Stephen. How how are you? How have you how have you been surviving lockdown? Um,
1: I am not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, it's it's not the best not being able to wrestle, but um, no. we've all got to make make it as best as we can. I think.
0: Yeah. I quite enjoy it. I've, yeah, it was weird to start work from home at the end, but I'm fair now to go to the office. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm roll, roll out of bed at 20 to 9, being at work at night. <laughs> be, yeah, home from work at f- 2 minutes past 5, and I just walk out the back room and <laughs> get, go see the kids. So Rather than having to leave the house at half 7 and not get into half 6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. So, uh, where should we start? Who, um, so, this will give you away your age. So, um, who was your favorite wrestler growing up?
1: My favorite wrestler growing up was probably Mister Perfect. Oh yes,
0: uh, I didn't appreciate it until I was older. I did, yeah. But he did his job when I was a kid. I didn't like it. <laughs> <So, laughs> um, I, I
1: actually, because there's, I have three brothers as well, and all all four of us have wrestled. Um, but when yeah. we we got into it from a fan point of view uh we we didn't really follow the likes of your your hulk Hogan's and your ultimate warriors like a lot of people did and i, I was straight to your to your mr perfect yeah um Marginette and Shawn michaels it yeah. was um, it was all it was all the wrestlers that i enjoyed
0: yeah, I was, I was always a big fan of the smaller guys. I was, I was just like, like Matchy yeah, and, yeah. Macho man and Jake Roberts were my favourite growing up. according to my mum.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what prompted you to don the tights and get into the ring then? So.
1: Well, as I say, with with three brothers and um, a lot of spare time on our hands, we growing up, we would we would obviously trash the house, wrestling all around and. <laughs> Yeah. When, when we eventually found uh, a wrestling school advertised in uh, one of the magazines, it would have, it would have been uh, silly of us not to at least give it a go.
0: So, was this the perfect who you like, wanted to mold your style around when you started training them?
1: And then? Not, not really. It was, uh, as far as my own style, it's just kind of kept evolving through uh, what I was good at, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, like
0: yeah.
1: I, I always um, when I started getting deep into being a wrestling fan, it was always the uh, the junior heavyweights and the cruiserweights on WCW that had my attention. So I, I like the yeah. fast stuff, but um, I also think the way the way like my build is and the way I personally work, I can't. I, I don't think i should be doing that every match so if, no. if it comes to uh, i'm working with uh, another cruiserweight i'll work a faster pace but i won't necessarily do that every match if that makes sense
0: <laughs> yes yeah, more, more like a melanco style or like a jb noble mm-hmm. style when you're um, against like a more flippier guy or...
1: yeah yeah um i i i enjoy being the base for a lot of the, the smaller guys, yeah, I feel that's yeah, one of my. <laughs>
0: Did you have an idea what a character you wanted to be when you started trading?
1: Oh, not at all, not at all. And it was only maybe the last five years that I've properly went deep into a character, if that makes sense. Because I always yeah. a lot like I started training in ninety nine and had my first match in all one, wow. and then I. Uh, you didn't get taught about characters and match psychology and things, you just got taught some moves and got thrown in the deep end, really. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, i say in the last about five years five, six years, I've had this heel character, and that's it's essentially a, an evolution of the way I generally am. Um, I don't have a very cheery face. So when I come out of the ring looking miserable, it's, it's easy for me to pull off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are
0: you still doing the I hate fans? Yeah.
1: It's easy and there's enough. Um, you can add a, a, as much or as little depth to it as you want. If, if it's somewhere yeah, where definitely. I'm just appearing for the first time, if they see that I hate wrestling fans, they just won't like me. Whereas if I'm, if the likes of uh, Target Wrestling, where I'm a regular, they know, oh, he, he hates fans because of this reason or because of that reason. It uh, oh. it all it all adds to, uh, as I say, depth of character. Definitely.
0: <laughs> so take us back to your first show. Um, what do you remember about it in hindsight? Was your match any good? Or, or oh, in no, your opinion, was, was it good?
1: It was, it was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was with my two older brothers, um, yeah, and we were against Mikey Whiplash and Tim Wiley in a handicap match. Mm. But they oh, wow. were they were tag team champions who didn't like each other.
0: Ah, that old storyline. <laughs>
1: each of the match didn't make a lot of sense to start with. No, <laughs> and and as I say, we we never got given a time limit or or really knew what we were doing at all, so um, <laughs> we all survived safely, but it was uh it was the start of a journey
0: yeah it must have been, it must have been fun doing few us at least you had somebody to look out for you <laughs> yeah,
1: well, i think I think that's why we've lasted so long to be honest because there was always generally at least two of us on the road yeah. when we went anywhere, so it was uh it was nice having somebody alongside you.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what what are your thoughts on the current purchasing opposed to when you first got into the business?
1: And um, uh, uh, so much better, so much better now. It's uh, as I said, you, you'd be able to count the wrestling schools on one hand. Back when we started, and it was there was less people wanting to help, and yeah. it was all it was all more about making a quick book for themselves rather than progressing the the wrestlers that were working for the company or that were being trained. But now, now, ev- like the the majority of schools and promotions that I'm aware of, all seem to want wrestling to be better. Well, even if it's just their own wrestling, it's all as as long as it gets better, it's good for everybody. Yeah, I think.
0: I think there's that many schools these days, and that many promotions that you can't really be bad to to, and survive uh, as, as probably as easy yeah. as it was 20 years
1: ago. So. Well, uh, the the only thing with that is sometimes you get uh, a small school that doesn't teach you, that doesn't correct your bad habits, maybe rather than yes. do the one thing um, and let you get away with them, and unfortunately, that's when it gets hard to get rid of the bad habits yeah i get you i've seen as though we've been in lockdown and not being able to actually wrestle um i've been doing quite a few match critiques with trainees sending me some of their matches Oh, so kind of give give my like opinion and thoughts on things that they could work on rather than if you get if you get taught by one person you're only going to know what one person thinks yes so if Definitely. if they take if they take my advice then then great and if they don't it's up to them it's as I say I just want to try and improve wrestling on horse or so if if uh, if that can if that's a help then I'll I'll keep doing that
0: yeah whenever I ask anybody how what advice they'll give to someone it's just go to as many wrestling schools as you can go to as many seminars as you can learn from as many people as you can so that's the only way you're gonna get better because.
1: Yeah, that's that's what we did when we when we uh, were starting out for a few years. We we travelled all over, and I was
0: gonna say because were you in Cumbria? So yeah, Carlisle. We, so
1: in Carlisle, what, was the, yeah.
0: what was there a seed in Carlisle? No, nope. Early two thousand. No, the the well, the the
1: the two main schools at the time were Hammerlock and FWA. Yeah. I think FWA, FWA was only just coming around I think. Um and we found uh, a school in Blackpool. Oh wow, yeah. And uh to say it was uh, 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 underwhelming was <laughs> an understatement. Uh we, oh. we, uh, we paid a, a 200 pound membership fee and then yeah. then we wow. paid 20 pound a week for an hour and a half in a boxing ring. Wow. And it was four, a lot in ninety nine. So. Yep. There was no um sh- there was no promotion attached to it and it just stopped. <laughs> we turned up and nobody <laughs> was there. Oh wow. Yeah so it was uh <laughs> then, So then then we moved we moved on to uh, uh, what were they called? GBH in stoke and yeah. that was that was where we properly started and we had our first show for them and the likes uh, D- 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 of dean ormark was a big help in our training before before he moved on yeah. to austin oh amazing yeah so it was uh it was a start as i say it was just the long road that we've tra- we've traveled to get where we are now so
0: say carl out of stoke's a long trip <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: That was every Sunday we would uh, we do that train on mats for five hours and then drive back. Oh, <laughs> we, we wanted to we wanted to be wrestlers.
0: Yeah,
1: and amazing. That, that's what we had to do, and I think that's sometimes some of the problem now. It's a bit too easy. Yeah, maybe. You can just, yeah, you could just and go. Oh, I've had enough of this now, or whatever. It's we we put we put the time and effort in because we wanted it. And you can see the people now that do want it, which is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so you seem to be the, the go-to guy, particularly at Target Wrestling, where they bring in an import or a big name Yeah. you You've wrestled like my current favorite wrestler, like Alsa Black. When it was Tommy End and Ricochet and Jay Lethal for the ROH Championship, Shane Strickland, Drew Swift, Scott and NXT, now Joe Janella just to name a few. <laughs> so why do you think you, you you were the like the go-to guy at like target for all these big names?
1: Yeah, it was because I because I'm the most experienced from Carlisle. Yeah, it was. It was always. It's always been good to attach a Carlisle opponent. Yes. To, to this import. So we've had we've had our trainees work with Raven, To Cool, oh, Blue wow. Meanie. And if Jimmy, we because they were from Carlisle, it brought some uh, general public eyes onto the product. Yeah. So it, it's as I say, it's it's not it's not always from a Wrestling point of view that it's done. It's sometimes I say general public. It's, there's more chance of getting a story in a newspaper saying uh wrestler from Carlisle facing X WWE star or yeah. whatever than it is uh, wrestler A against wrestler B. So it's yeah, I say it's 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 a business move as as well as a, as a wrestling point of view, and I kind of hope I've uh, always held up my end of the bargain.
0: Well, he must have done a, a decent job if he kept given all these huge names. to See, but even when they bring in a big British card, you seem to put them against you. It's like you've had to Rampage Brown in the last couple of years and guys yeah. like that. So. <laughs> so if anybody wants to see at least at least your match against Ricochet, you have started a new YouTube series called uh, Pro Wrestling in Real Life. So do you want yeah. to tell us a bit about
1: the well,
0: uh, inspiration behind that?
1: Um to the, the main inspiration is lockdown really um since since the first lockdown I've tried to be a bit more proactive on social media scene as though we can't uh, do shows and c- create new in ring content yes. um so have any any new followers of mine or that get that stumble across it, they'll get to see some uh, throwback matches of mine. Uh, as I say, the first ones against Ricochet, and it's going to be a mix of. There's going to be some old footage on there, um, yeah. just uh, like the next week one is. I think it's maybe 15 years old. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's um, yeah, it's it's going to be a bit a bit. Back and forth of what the actual match footage will be, uh, and I'll try and the, the the discussion discussion before it, and uh, it's it's going to try and hopefully just put a bit of reasoning as to whether it's uh, a thought on wrestling uh, or a, a personal opinion on the match. Uh, I'm I'm. Probably going to take a few, a few attempts at getting the right uh, direction for it, but I'm, yeah. I'm willing to try and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed episode one. You're matching against Ricochet a lot of fun. He was the, the, the junior tag team champion in New Japan at the time? Yeah, he
1: yeah. Wow. <laughs> and oh, yeah. it's like he was so good to work with. It was, it was uh, like. An absolute pleasure, and it was like I think I said on the video, it was four days after my youngest daughter was born. Yes, so I, thought, I, I to get a picture of the two together, which uh, is uh, very cool. Oh, she must have been tiny. <laughs> At least the
0: picture, can... and the,
1: it, was four, it was four days, and uh, it was a second wrestling show. <laughs> I had a show on the Friday as well, and she was there. Oh,
0: it's cute. <laughs> 5 sure I would love to meet ricochet. He's, he's one of his favourites. So. <laughs> so I'm guessing, giving this time off, it's giving you time to rest your body and evaluate where what's worked well and what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. Are so giving you time to make little tweaks to your character that you want to make going forward towards I've, your move settle
1: I've I've been filling notebooks with with thoughts and ideas since the first lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As much for my own sanity, as much as anything, it's, it keeps my brain active on wrestling rather than just being disappointed that I can't.
0: Yeah. yeah beginning of lockdown, I just started doing two or three interviews a week just to, for something to do. <laughs> so, yeah, hardly had cute. any work, work to do. And, uh...
1: It's definitely been the case, I think, as you can see who, who has had to step up the game with just, to, as you say, doing something. Whether yeah. it's so whatever, it's a, it's a rough time for everybody. I think some
0: of the shapes, some of the muscles i have got in during lockdown is amazing.
1: Uh, I don't know I how. Done. I really don't know how they've done it.
0: <laughs> but then I've talked to a couple of guys who went back to training and all they've concentrated on is looking good, so they've gone back, they look amazing, but they forgot to do their cardio, so they'll backcast within five minutes of starting to train, because so they haven't done anything to it for like six months. <laughs> but, but they look amazing.
1: This is Benji from the Land of Gentry, and if you've got any class, you'd be listening to Broken But Glorious.
0: So you're also affiliated to Project Wrestling Unity. How did you get involved with that?
1: well it, that came about once again in in lockdown thinking of of ways to to help and the idea behind it is i know personally i often feel like i if i if i put out a say a highlight video or a, a show poster that mm-hmm. you want more people to see it so yes. the idea is it's gonna share everybody's stuff. So whether whether you're a wrestler, a promotion, a, a podcast, uh, a website, merchandise, we want to try and share as much as we can. And, oh, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. And it's it's we've we've got followers in the states or or over here in the UK, and we just want to kind of it. It doesn't matter where you are if you've got wrestling on, or you, you have yeah. uh, content that's wrestling related, we'll help share it around. But like like I said earlier, if if it's good and more people see it, then the wrestling yeah. will get better, Definitely. and then that'll that'll be better for everybody. The, there's been far too long in in wrestling where egos have taken over and stopped a lot of successful. Well, a lot of quality, talented people get the success that they deserve. Yeah. So I think if if we can all help each other out, then great. And yeah, it's just yeah. it's just looking at the bigger picture of it rather than on an, on an individual level. Oh
0: yeah, yeah that's, a, oh, that's a great idea. Uh,
1: and uh, especially now when wrestlers are putting merchandise out, they're not getting paid by from shows so no i was to share somebody's merchandise and one person bought it it's helped definitely so, yeah. so the more the more we can share the better cool. so I'll, I'll
0: pull a link to it in the description if anybody wants to go follow the page it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good idea
1: and, then, and as i say there's there is there is a merchandise shop with it if if it sells five t-shirts it sells five t shirts It's not mm-hmm. necessarily a money making scheme if it sells t shirts great it means that more people can get behind it
0: yeah
1: so it's 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 not just at- shirt selling brand like a lot of people have. We are more interested in spreading the good word
0: yes. <laughs> Cool. I'll put links to both. I'll put one to the page and one to the merchandise in the description. Um, So, since we've had your last show, we had the speaking out movements. And how do you think Brit Wrestling will be different when we return?
1: Well, like it's the scary thing is, is the the mentality for too long was, oh well, it's just wrestling, or uh, that's that seemed to be a lot of people's attitude to why they. Why people got away with stuff? Yes, um, it's not. It's it's not a healthy thing attitude to have. Full stop. Never mind the fact of all the victims. Um. So yeah, I just hope everything's a bit more professional. Maybe. If, yes, there um, there,
0: there, there, has, there has been talks like like the I've heard the the North West getting together and doing a like a, making a unionised or at least a, a body where people can report things to.
1: What on the only problem I see with that once again is too many egos and individual agendas. Mm. If a wrestler that somebody they are friends with gets accused, they may not defend it as much as somebody that they don't know who's getting accused. Yeah. So it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one for anybody trying to govern it. Um I know. We at Target have been quite lucky that we've we kind of run a tight ship up here. It's, yeah, we don't don't want a a bad atmosphere backstage. So if if we've run a show before and somebody's had a bad bad attitude, they haven't been back because it's 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 more important than if they had a good match or not. We want everybody to enjoy themselves from yes. from the fans to the wrestlers, or else or else why do it? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, we've we've been lucky. Uh, unfortunately, we had to we had to strip Mikey Whiplash of the title. But if if that's something we can do to help, then it's something that had to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I am hoping that no, no promoters just start employing the people who got accused just as for shock value and just just to make, try and make it a bit quick. Just yeah. Get, yeah, just try and get names out there and stuff. I hope yeah, there is a
1: the the tough the tough spot for a lot of people is going to be uh, working a show with somebody that's maybe being accused or, mm-hmm. um, or or has a bad bad tint on their name, shall we say? Uh, it's I know some, some of the people working for Rev Pro recently um have got a lot of stick online because they were working with people that have been accused not eating the same match but just on the same show. now yeah it's it's uh, one of them situations isn't it? it's you don't know what to do for the best uh, no. do you do you progress your, your own career or do you they, they might not have even known anybody being a, that was a victim. So it's no. a tough one. it's a tough one. Definitely, and
0: even uh, other things have been highlighted, like people not not providing like, uh, enough medical care, or having a uh, uh, St John's ambulance, or a first, at least a first aider, and not providing enough water, has been highlighted yeah. since. So hopefully, things like that will just be regulated yeah. as well when it gets back.
1: Yeah, definitely. As as say, if 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 wrestling's being presented. More professionally, then I'm all for that. This is Rick Marcus, and you've been listening to Broken But Glorious podcast. So, if you're
0: a promoter um, for a day promoting a show, so using wrestlers you've either worked with or trained with, wrestlers that are associated to you in some way, if I give you a match type, can you tell me who you're pulling that match? So...
1: Yeah, I've I've read it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, who would be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited?
1: Okay, I would probably go with Turbo Josh Terry, who is, in my opinion, one of the best high flyers in the UK, trained by Johnny Moss. Yes, just outstanding. Uh, he's probably one of my nemesis, uh, and I've I've wrestled him at Tiger and at Discovery, and we just we mesh well, I think. And I have him against. Uh, a, a lad from Target called uh, Chris Kendall, and he is a he's a, he's only maybe twenty twenty one, and yeah. he's he's really experienced now, and he's starting to to settle into his character as a heel, and he's doing really well in ring, so I oh, think that nice. would be a good opener.
0: Cool. Uh, what? Who would be in your comedy
1: match? It would have to be Shug against Grado.
0: Oh. <laughs> That'd be hilarious.
1: Yeah, it was like, them two were probably the the most ridiculous matches I've had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, especially the one with Shug. And it it, it was actually the only match that's asked, that fans chanted uh, for a rematch for at Tiger. Oh, wow. <laughs> and considering there was very little wrestling involved,
0: <laughs> just making that dance a lot. So. Yeah,
1: something along them lines. Yeah, it was. uh yeah, it, was fun. it was fun.
0: Yeah, it was. Just, it was yeah, it was one of the first Americans who came on the show. It was, it was a very nice. talk of years ago, so like early 2018
1: or something. This was it was a while ago. So. <laughs> so, about your women's title match? It would probably be uh, Sienna from Target Wrestling against Kelly Ray who I. Oh, wow. Kaylee Ray is the only uh, woman I've had a singles match with. So that was uh, that would be the the pair on there.
0: Wow. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray is really great on me it's, it's, since she's been in NXT UK. I, I guess it now. Yeah. I,
1: guess,
0: yeah I, really, I really like her. <laughs> uh, a hardcore Extreme Rules style match?
1: It would be uh, Tiger Faithful Medallion uh, yes. against, against Al Snore. Oh wow, that'd be fun! Um, Yeah, I'll I'll was uh, when when I in the mid nineties, Al Snow was my favorite wrestler, and I got to work him. And to say I was nervous was an understatement. Wow! (laughs) And yeah, without without giving too much away, he basically said backstage, "You can call any move you want, but we might not do it." So yeah, it was uh, it was nerve wracking, but it was it was good, and I survived it.
0: (laughs) I remember seeing the medallion on TV. Was it Target used to be on that random? Yeah, yeah, African channel. Ben, is it?
1: Ben Ben TV
0: Ben TV Yeah
1: yeah 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 Yeah, medallion stood out. He settled himself into. uh, it's it's a strange role he has. They, they even think in, in Target, they even think that there's fake medallions. <laughs> it, yeah. It was, uh, it's brought all sorts of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Cool. A uh, tag team title match? Uh, after racking my brains of which tag teams to use while still um, using people that I was working with, I've had to leave off Polo Promotions but really? I've gone with Ricochet and Jeff Cobb. Wow. <laughs>
0: First
1: Month against Shane Strickland and Pack.
0: Wow. yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: uh, kind of where I went with uh, great match quality. Yeah.
0: Uh, Pack has pa- Shane Strickland the, in the current gimmicks, would be an interesting tag team. To- <laughs> yeah. <together>. <laughs> <laughs> Polar
1: opposites. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, intergender
1: match? Oh, intergender would be a tough one. And like as I say, there's very there's very few women that I've actually worked with. Um I'd probably throw uh Viper and yes. um Viper and Naoki Tanizaki.
0: Oh yes. It, it, yeah, he has a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And I think I'd probably have them work with uh DCT. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, due to uh, the pandemic, uh, I was meant to be working with uh, Session Moth Martina at Target uh, Yeah. And it would have been DCT and Martina as the. Is oh, the, wow.
0: You know, yeah. <laughs> that would be in fun, man. Yeah. I don't think Martina's in fun, though. So. <laughs> yeah, so I told Tanazaki when he did that sort of UK at Vessel uh, Island. Yeah. Made a huge impression on my son. He immediately came home, created them on his start <laughs> game. <laughs> he loved them. <laughs> All right, then it's your main event, your big title match. Uh,
1: but a main event, uh, I've kind of had to cheat and do a six man.
0: Yes, it's your main event. You can put as many people in as you
1: want. And I've gone with Paul London. Wow. Yeah. Who is my number one arch nemesis? Um, and he will team with Chris Sabin and, yeah. yep. and El Generico. Oh, wow. What a oh. To work with Tommy End. Yep. Wow. Roderick Spong, and Pete Williams. Oh, <laughs> that's a great match.
0: <laughs> oh, who would you put over in that match? Who would you <laughs>
1: to be the first team it, yeah um, yeah it'd have to be and and that was without using people like jay lethal Hella yeah. core say joey janela geordie doug williams this oh, trying so. down to just one card was uh <laughs> it was pretty difficult
0: yeah. <laughs> so recently, people have just been like making the, like, the opening contest about a royal just to fit people <laughs> in. <laughs> or, 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 uh, or uh, uh, Sid von England made his comedy match uh, uh, a game, a, ma- a game of musical chairs. <laughs> so it <laughs> so could fit like eight people in the match. <laughs> so, so there's people who are trying to f- find interesting ways to get a lot of people on the card.
1: Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great card. So it's kind of, uh, insane for me to kind of think that's that's the people that I've worked with. Yeah. <laughs> so, as I say, just, I'm just a regular person from Carlisle, uh, so going coming from a, when I was a, a nine-year-old wrestling fan yeah. to, to now, it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely. That's <laughs> why I'd usually ask people, where well, can they see in the near future? But So, what's the plan for the, the YouTube series going forward?
1: Uh, it's going to be weekly, so and as I say, next week we've got a, an older match for us. So, um, yeah, every week for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, I think uh, Wednesday I'll put it out, so it'll be next Wednesday it goes out.
0: Oh, amazing. <laughs> cool. Um, before we go, do you want to promote any social media you have?
1: Yeah, uh, Twitter at Shading and Facebook.com forward slash Shading actress. And if you could check out at Wrestling Unity on Twitter and Project Wrestling Unity on Facebook as well, that would be great.
0: Cool. I'll put links to everything in the description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed it's been the gay. I'd love to have you on again in the future when wrestling's back and we can talk wrestling.
1: Yeah, no <laughs>